Welcome to the Dead to the World podcast, Naptime Stories. This is when we get together and we just tell stories that our listeners have sent in, which we really appreciate and we love to talk about them. You tell us a story and we tell it right back to you. Yes, and sometimes we interpret dreams. So we do put some work into and it. And it's shared to millions of other people. Yeah, mi- we have millions of listeners. Do you guys believe us? <laughs> uh, yeah, not millions yet, but we're working on it. So uh, I go first? Yep. Okay. So we got an email from Samantha and it says, okay, ladies, what the heck does this dream mean? Last night I had a dream I was back in school. But instead of being in my actual high school, I was in my elementary school. We were preparing to do something to break some kind of record with multiplication tables when my teacher took my phone, saying she was tired of me using it in class. Suddenly, there was an alarm to evacuate the school. It was the fire alarm, but when we reached the front doors of the school, the sky was dark, nearly black, and moving fast with storm clouds. I ran into my principal and asked him if we were actually looking at a tornado. He began to say something in an effort not to scare me, but I looked at him and said, don't bullshit me, Mr. Griffin. (laughs) He said yes, and that he couldn't find something in his bag that he needed for the situation. He handed me his bag and went outside, leaving me to search for something that I didn't know what he needed. I went through the bag, pulling out papers and other random items like gold and jewelry and hair clips. I pulled everything out and still didn't know what I was supposed to be looking for. When I learned that someone said that he needed a phone number in case of emergency responders needed to call him back. I eventually found a small yellow sticky note that was ragged with the number on it and went to find him. That's all I remember, but there was an actual number on the note. But the only ones I can remember were the first three, which was 716. Thank you for reading my dream. I look forward to the interpretation. Love, Sam. So the things that I picked out from the dream were school, Breaking a record, math, uh, the phone being taken away, the alarm, the storm tornado, the searching for something, and then the number 716. So the uh, being in school obviously means that you're in a learning setting. So there may be something that you're um, going to be learning about, or maybe you're having a new approach to something, to learning how to do something. Um, the breaking a record And it actually was a record about math. So those kind of point together to um, the math means vitality, health, and prestige. And dreaming about math points to spirituality and vitality. And then um, having your phone taken away. So this was a little bit weird. So it's kind of, it was taken away by her teacher. So the teacher indicates a place of transition between the physical and material. And then the phone would be like being receptive to new ideas. So maybe um, there's an experiencing of some emotional up and downs. So dreaming about the phone signifies a frivolous matter or situation. That makes sense. I'll get to more of that. Um, So the alarm or evacuation. um, So I just found bell. And that just means like there's a wake-up call. So you need to acknowledge something that you're not facing. And then the storm or tornado... Um, would be a harbinger for fresh ideas. So even though in the dream you would think, oh, that's like a negative thing, it's actually not a negative thing. You're, you know, you've got new ideas, infinite possibilities. A it's new a beginning. what for new ideas? A harbinger. 
Okay. Like, I don't know, which is funny because harbinger I always hear is a negative thing, like harbinger for death. But nope, in this one, it's fresh ideas. Hmm. And then searching for something is a theme that you're not acknowledging, how you may be feeling unfulfilled in the present. Uh, the number seven is associated with the life cycle. So like the seven-year itch or seventh heaven. One is a dream that focuses on the uh, exploration of self-sufficiency. And dreaming about six is a clever way to bring up taboo subjects such as sex. Oh. So six can be a way of getting into the psyche to explore the idea of six. Or excuse me, sex. <laughs> I, was, I was being cryptic like my brain. Um, it can also have associations with ideas that transcend sensory experience or a sixth sense. So it seems like that Sam may be in a position in life where maybe she's had a new role. So that could be, you know, marriage, baby, divorce, like who knows. And it seems like maybe you might be stuck in a situation where this new role has been hard to get used to, or maybe you've had to stop doing something that you did before that brought you a lot of joy because now you're in this new role and it may be a little bit unfulfilling right now, but that you have a lot of great ideas and a lot of things that are coming to you and that you actually want to make a big change and that you need to realize you have a great su support system. So you're able to go ahead and make a change and bring about this new you that you want to be. Um, and that, that's not going to change your role. You'll still be able to do the role that you want to be in life and still have this other fulfilling part of you as well. Interesting. That's good. So, that's so it's what, a good dream. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, it was just like have confidence in yourself. Know that you're always learning and, you know, take a chance. And, and if you have ideas about something to do, do it. Do it. Okay, Lexi. Okay. I had a dream sent to me from a friend after we did our pregnancy episode. Um, her name is Cassie. She's pregnant right now with a cute little girl. And it was the day that we posted about... A, that we were about to have a pregnancy episode. Okay. So she said, I can't believe you posted that today on the Dead to the World podcast page because this morning I was like, what a weird dream. Should I tell Lexi? I had a dream. Jordan, which is her husband's name, was cheating on me with his coworker from In-N-Out Burger. And I found out because I stumbled upon her magic YouTube show where he was her magician's assistant. And I could tell by the <laughs> way they touched each other that something was going on. Normally, I wouldn't have been mad, but just typing the scenario to Jordan made me laugh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But that's also interesting because then today we came out with our cheating dream episode. We oh, did. That is so interesting. So, Cassie, you need to listen to that one, too. <laughs> it, it, it was like she just knew, like, pregnancy dreams, cheating dreams. You know, she's just, like, in tune with what where we're going. Now watch her be like, yeah, what about moons? We're like, whoa. <laughs> I feel like it matched up perfectly with the other pregnancy dreams we had talked about where it's just so many random things that you're just like, literally, what? <laughs> what? Well, and interesting, though, just real quick, I actually did have a pregnancy dream the night before last. And in the dream, I had a boy. And I was pregnant, had the baby, and then the baby was about two years old in this dream. So I was like trying to figure out, okay, pregnancy dreams. We said that that means like you're been working on something. And so whatever part, like stage you're at in the dream is where it's at now. And then in my dream, I was also trying to decide if I was going to have another one. And then I was also 
like in my dream, I was the age I am now, which is 47. And, you know, you girls were grown up. And now all of a sudden I was like starting with little kids again. And I was like, oh, I woke up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that was just a dream. I don't, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. That's funny. But I don't really know what it means. I can't think of anything that has like any idea that I've grown up and now I need to come up with a new one. Maybe it was just because we had been talking about it. Very well could be, huh? Yep. Okay, Tosh. Okay. It's my turn. So I am doing a dream interpretation from an email we got from a girl named Manuela. 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 And this is her dream. Dream log. Last night I dreamed that I met two other girls whose names were also Manuela. Manuela. I can't say it. <laughs> say it again. Manuela. Manuela. Okay. I mean, I don't think I say it right either, but we're trying our we're best. Trying we're sorry. We're trying our best. They were two girls that I don't recognize ever have meeting before, but they both look different than I do. We were sitting, oh no, that we were in a setting that was like a school, but it was not Orem High or Canyon View. I don't remember much else, but I do remember in the dream I felt very insignificant and not unique anymore. Aww. Oh, so being around other people with like the same name. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so sad. I'm curious. Yeah, what does that mean? So basically what it kind of comes down to, it's not anything super in-depth. I mean, it was a very short dream. But it says to dream of yourself or like a doppelganger in the sense of this might be the name but not the actual person. Mm -hmm. Um, In general, it says seeing double or multiple names is a negative implication. Is that the word? Yep. If you see yourself in a dream, it could mean you have concerns about how you're behaving or it might be time to act and make a change in behavior. Hmm. So I know that she didn't necessarily see herself, but in the aspect of it was double of her. Mm -hmm. With the name. With the name. And then also it says that being back in a high school specific, I mean, junior high school, excuse me, uh, because I just know those two schools are... Or junior highs. Junior highs. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Uh, basically, it just is saying that it's common to have a reoccurring stress dream if it's in a junior high school. That it, makes sense because junior high, stressful. Yeah, and you're kind of transitioning from, you go elementary, junior high to high school. So it's kind of like this midpoint where like there's um, anxiety, stress, you're trying to fit in with all these new friends. Going through puberty. Yeah, so basically, in a sense, the dream is basically just, okay, there's something that you're seeing that's not making you feel comfortable. It's making, like like she said, she felt insignificant or not as unique. So it's kind of embrace yourself. See if there's something in your personality or in your life that you may need to do or change. And basically that's it. So, Okay. Interesting. Well, she did also send more dreams that were in like a voice memo. And I could not figure out how to listen to it. Mm, okay. So we might have more dreams to share from her in the future after <laughs> I crack the code. We crack, the, we crack how to do it. All right. My turn again then? Yep. All right. So this is from our listener, Brad. He says, I'm dredging up a childhood memory for you ladies. When I was eight or nine years old, I had a very scary dream on New Year's Eve where I was sitting in the family room of the house, which was near the garage. There was a knock on the garage door and I went and opened it. And there was the librarian ghost from the original Ghostbusters movie there, and it attacked me. I woke up scared to death. So the next year on New Year's Eve, I had a similar dream, but about the ghost being in the basement. I remembered what happened the year before and being a similar repeating dream. 
I dreaded New Year's Eve after that. And that, that I would stay awake until I was so tired that I couldn't take it anymore. I think the memory stuck with me into my early teen years, and I haven't had that experience since that I can remember, but it was still something that I remembered as a kid. I hope that you enjoy the story and let me know if you need anything else. I might need my teddy bear tonight. Brad. <laughs> that is scary, though. That is like crazy. A scary recurring dream on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and I thought it was also a dead to the world deja vu because we were talking about mm. the Ghostbuster library oh, and ghost yeah. in our Halloween episode when Daddy Dale was talking. We were. I'm going to find a picture of that and we can post it when we post this episode. Does that work, Lex? Of that ghost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay. Is it me again? It is your turn, Lexi. Okay, well, sticking with the theme of pregnancy dreams, I'm going to share my own dream that I had the other night. No one asked for my dream. But oh, you had one too. <laughs> yeah. Since you shared yours, I'll go ahead and share mine. Okay. Oh, okay. So, which I feel like these had to have just been triggered by the fact that we did research about pregnancy dreams. So in my dream, Sebastian and I were in the airport, like walking through, figuring out where our gate was. Is that what it's called? And mm-hmm. I was pregnant. And in my dream, I could like feel my stomach. Like I knew I was pregnant and I had not eaten in a really long time. So like my blood sugar was low or something. And Sebastian was getting mad at me because I needed to go eat something, but I was being my anxious and knowing self and was like, I don't want to go alone. Like, I'll just stay with you until we find the gate and then we'll go eat. And in my dream, he got mad at me. He was like, no, he's like, you're pregnant. Take care of the baby and go get something to eat. So I moped into a little airport restaurant and sat down by myself. And I was like trying to order and not be all anxious and alone. And that was the whole dream? That was the whole dream. Oh, Little Lexi, anxious and alone. But also, I don't really have any, like, projects or anything. Like, thinking back to our pregnancy episode, I think I literally just dreamed it because we had been talking about pregnancy dreams. How how far along do you think you were in the dream? Like, how big Mm, were you? I definitely, like, had a tummy. So you were maybe in the third trimester? I think so. Can't you not fly in the third trimester, though? Yeah, it just depends on your doctor and oh. like how far you're going. Like if you're going to another country where they don't have good health care, then yes, definitely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, also maybe you are kind of in your third trimester of school. That's true. So you are almost done. So just keep going. Even if it's uncomfortable at times. I'll keep going, everyone. Just keep trucking on. Thanks for the support. Don't be one of those ones that drops out when you have literally like one class left. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need to get back on that soapbox. But yes, just finish. <laughs> okay, my turn again. It is. Okay. So I'm sharing a dream from a listener um, in the email. Let's see. Her name here is McKenna. All right. She says, I had a dream last night that I was at a family event, but one of my cousins was Kim Kardashian. she was pregnant at the time but her baby bump was actually just dough like cookie dough what What? like 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 the the bump was cookie dough i picture like the pillsbury dough boys tummy no i think picture like like her you know in an old bakery where they're like beating the dough so it's like bread dough but it was cookie cookie dough dough. Okay. okay i was helping her but then decided that i would just take the dough and go make a dessert (laughs) <laughs> so you took the baby, basically. Essentially. Ooh. Um, so she goes on to say, I was, or no, excuse me. One of my actual family members suggested that we mix the main entree with shredded, bar- which was shredded barbecue chicken, with the dough. I was disgusted by this <laughs> suggestion and decided I would just take the dough further away from people. 
It was then that one of my little cousins wanted to come watch, which I was totally fine with. I was making small cakes. So then it turns into cakes instead of cookies, which I thought was funny. Interesting. I was making small cakes with frosting and sprinkles. But I guess my cousin's mother was upset and saying that she was not allowed to come watch me because I was putting bleach and knives in the cakes. What? Which I wasn't, quote. Interesting. I was upset with my family. How could they think I'd do such a thing? I heard them spreading this rumor to all the family who joined at this party. I was so hurt. I started asking my little cousins to show proof that I never said that I was doing such thing, but they all said yes, that I did. I was much more hurt then and started to cry. All of the family left besides my dad, who helped me clean up the baking mess. Then I woke up. That is so interesting. So random. It's so random. So I didn't interpret it or anything. It was oh. just, I just thought it was so random and just wanted to read it. It must have been a full moon. It must have been. Maybe. Well, McKenna, that was a little bit interesting. But it's, you don't think about it as a baby. No. It, it's just dough. It's just dough. Just, just baking material. Dough. A deer. A female Maybe. <laughs> Wait, you said it was Kim Kardashian? Was, who was originally pregnant with the dough. Now, in real life, Kim Kardashian has used surrogates, right, for the last couple of babies? Yeah. Yes. So maybe that's why. It's like she wasn't really pregnant. She just had a bunch of dough shoved up there to look <laughs> oh, like she was oh pregnant because she was going to be having a baby. Well, in her shirt, not like oh, shoved oh, up there. We okay, both took okay. that a little too far. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like that. So maybe that's what it was. So then she's like, yeah, you're not really pregnant. Give me that dough. I want to go make some good stuff with it. Hmm. That is just so random. It's but funny. then again, that's how you know it's a dream and not something more because it was all over the place. It was like cookie dough and then all of a sudden it was cakes and then all of a sudden it was like Kim Kardashian was there and, and then it was just your family and, and bleach. Wow. Yeah, random. But anyways, thank you for sharing. Again. Yeah. We would love to get some more stories like we always say. So where should they email us, Tasha? Dead to the world podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and Podcaster. Pod Chaser. Pod Chaser, please. And follow us on all of our social media at Dead to the World Podcast. Join us next time for a nap time story. Bye.